Hey folks, it's the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito Jeff Fedoff. Thanks for tuning in at Fit Happens on Twitter. Got a lot to get to today. A lot of it regarding basketball. We'll do more football tomorrow and uh, we'll talk about the press conference from Ryan Day and um, get more into that a little bit, what he said and what he didn't say, maybe, I guess. But um, Malachi Branham <clears throat> testing the NBA draft waters, still maintains eligibility. I've seen him anywhere from 10th to 25th in recent mock drafts. <clears throat> that could change, obviously. If uh, someone expected to go pro, decided to stay, or if someone expected to stay in school, decides to go, I hope he stays. But I would be shocked if we see Malachi Branham in a Buckeye uniform next season. Justin Arns uh, also announced he is leaving the program. He's entering the, the transfer portal as a grad transfer. He struggled this year quite a bit. Probably good for him to get a fresh start um, somewhere else and uh, use up his final year of eligibility. This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your MLB, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code DSP125 or 200% bonuses using crypto with the promo code DSP200. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Something did happen that could lessen the sting of losing Malachi um, and also EJ Liddell as Tanner Holden announced he is transferring from Wright State to the Scarlet and Gray. Um, he's a 6'6", 185-pound guard, a tremendous defender, which is something Ohio State desperately needed this past year. Um, averaged 20.1 points, 7.1 rebounds, 2.6 assists per game. So, um, you know, having a guard that size is going to be a big plus for Ohio State. He had 37 points this year and a first four win over Bryant to uh, get Wright State into the main draw. Uh, if you will, of the NCAA tournament. And the, the nice thing about this is he does have two years of eligibility left. So it's not just a one-time guy, one-year guy here. He could be here for a couple of years at Ohio State, and that <clears throat> should absolutely help fill the scoring void left behind by Liddell and Branham. Uh, also, other Ohio State Buckeye news, four-star four four star small forward um, Bryce Sensenbaugh has been uh, named the Florida Mr. Basketball, averaged 25.1 points per game this year, 7.2 rebounds, and uh, he's a Buckeye recruit coming in this top five class for the upcoming season. He's a six foot six, 240 pounds. And, um, you know, like I say, he was uh, averaged 25 points and seven rebounds a game. He's somebody who will contribute immediately on this team. I really expect a lot out of him uh, coming up. So congratulations to Bryce Sensible and another Buckeye recruit in the upcoming class here, coming in 2020, uh, 2022-2023 season, is Bruce Thornton, who uh, is from the state of Georgia. He's ranked number 42 overall among prospects, and he was named Mr. Basketball for Georgia. He's 6'1", 205. I love the stat line for him, too. 17.2 uh, points, 7.7 rebounds, and 7.5 assists. Now, you can't expect the rebounds for a 6'1 guard to be at that level, but getting 7.5 assists a game is pretty good at the high school level. So uh, it's good news that Ohio State's got two Mr. Basketballs coming in along with the transfer uh, from Tanner Holden out of Wright State. So uh, although the Buckeyes are losing a lot of talent, they certainly are, uh, you know, filling the cupboard back up. They've got a top five class uh, for the following year as well as of right now. Um, also, Ohio State added an assistant coach. Uh, we know that Ryan Peden left to go to uh, Illinois State, I think it was, 
anyway, um, they added uh, Jack Owens to the coaching staff. Uh, Tony Skin's another guy who left for Ohio State. Uh, he went to Maryland. But so uh, Jack Owens comes in. He uh, was the head coach for the Miami Redhawks for five years, went 70 and 83, and uh, was uh, let go from there. So he will be coming onto the staff. So that's a good good addition, somebody with some uh, quite a bit of experience in coaching, especially a head coach is a good thing for Chris Holtman. And the fact he's uh, in Ohio can also help, I'm sure, with some of the recruiting in-state. Some of those guys are familiar with him. Other news about a former Buckeye, Thad Mata. He's back in the coaching game. Uh, he uh, reclaimed the reins at Butler. Uh, you know, Thad was at Ohio State for um, – uh, he, he went 337 and 123 at Ohio State. He was here for 12 seasons. Obviously had them in the uh, the national championship game in 2017. Uh, another Final Four. And very successful here, especially coming in after replacing Jim O'Brien. Um, Thad it was the associate athletic director at Indiana for the last year. And uh, he goes in and take over Laval Jor- for Laval Jordan, who was uh, fired last week as uh, the Butler head coach. And uh, he was um, when he was at, um, at Butler, he did uh, make the Elite Eight, and he won at least uh, one NCAA tournament game every season. Scratch that, Tim. Go back to where I started talking about that. Please. Three, two, one. Other coaching news, and this is a former Buckeye we're talking about here. Thad Mata uh, is back in the head coaching game, reclaiming the reins at Butler. Last year, uh, Thad was a associate athletic director of Indiana, and um, he goes back to Butler where he uh, coached for a while there. He replaces Laval Jordan, who was um, let go last week as the Butler head coach. You remember Thad had 12 seasons at Ohio State, two Final Four appearances, uh, 2017 National Championship appearance, um, and uh, he went 337 and 123 overall at Ohio State. His career coaching record was stops at Butler, Xavier, and Ohio State, 439 and 154. So, um, you know, Thad Mata, a great head coach. Uh, it's one of the things I wish nothing but the best for him. I think it's a – I keep waiting, kept waiting for somebody to jump on Thad and get him back in. I don't know how much was health-related, but I thought maybe Maryland would give him a shot or give him a look there. Um, but there's been a couple names, he's, a couple jobs he's been mentioned for, but this is a great fit for him, and it's great for Butler. I hope Ohio State and Butler find a way to hook up on the schedule for the next couple of years. It'd be great to do a home-and-home home with them. I'd love to see Ohio State open up with Butler uh, in Columbus next year. That'd be a lot of fun, and then to go back and return the favor the following year. But, uh, you know, Thad had a couple of bad years, tough years at the end here, but a lot of it had to do with physical problems. He could not be as engaged, involved, and energetic and with recruiting and also just in-game and practice management uh, because of his injuries. But looks like he's in a better place now. So again, as a you know, he's he's somebody who left on good terms. He didn't leave in, in a, amid a, amidst a scandal and uh, ran a clean program while he's here, represented the, the university well, and like he's had a lot of success at Ohio State. Um, there has been a couple of moves on the football team. Brian Shaw who is a redshirt junior safety. He entered the transfer portal. Um, he did start 12 games last year at 59 tackles and an interception the season uh, against Michigan, actually. And uh, he was not – it didn't look like he'd be a starting guy this year, although he did start 12 games last year when you've got uh, Josh Proc- Proctor coming back and then other guys that are coming back in on the defensive – on the back end of the defense. Um, it looked like uh, his 
playing time be decreased. So and I think he must see the writing on the wall with that. So I know spring practice going on, but Shaw leaves. Another hit also in the defensive backfield. Uh, Lejean Cavazos, um, uh, cornerback, also announced he was transferring. He played in 11 games last year, eight tackles, two passes defended, and um, he was uh, part of the 2020 recruiting class. So there's a couple of losses to the Ohio State football team, but I would not get too too worked up over these things because a lot of the times these things are happening are actually a, a, a good thing, uh, sad to say, about Ohio. I don't think Ohio State's going to miss these guys that much other than in depth. Um, you know, they, they weren't going to be major starting player role guys. They, they were going to be, you know, it, their, their role was not going to be something they, that they can't replace with guys that are coming in. So although they lose a little bit of depth in the defensive backfield, they're going to be just fine. Um, sometimes you see, you hear about guys where they pushed or jumped. I have a tendency to believe these guys were more pushed from the standpoint of, um, I don't think that, I, I think that probably coaches, coaching staff, honest with these guys said, look, you know, stay if you want, but your, your playing time might not be what you expect it to be or want it to be. And so um, these guys make the decision to move on. So best of luck to them as well, but a couple of losses there for the Ohio State football team. Somebody who is coming in, um, and it's a familiar name, Deontay Griffin. The Deontay part might not be familiar, but the Griffin certainly is. He's from Lima, Lima High School, Lima Senior High School, I'm sorry. Um, and he's coming in as a preferred walk-on, the defensive back. Um, his uh, Both of his grandfathers played at Ohio State. Uh, Archie Griffin. Obviously, you know him, two-time Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, Dave Reynolds was a running back for Ohio State uh, back before Archie's time. Um, his father also played at Ohio State, Andre Griffin. And um, so, you know, the Griffin family name, you know, Duncan and Ray both played for Ohio State. So he's coming as a preferred walk-on. He's not getting a scholarship, but he's going to have a spot on the team, it looks like. Um, so, uh, again, Deontay Griffin comes in, the, the name Griffin and don't expect him to live up to all of the, the Archie era or maybe in the Ray and Duncan era. We'll see. But uh, um, it, it's a cool story. I like always having something like this happen when the Griffins come in. Uh, Griffin comes into play and continues that legacy with the Ohio State football program. Tough week for the baseball weekend for the baseball team. They, they dropped three games um, to Nebraska in the Big Ten. And uh, the baseball team plays tonight. They host Youngstown State. Uh, so we'll see uh, what happens there. I'll have a report on that tomorrow. And like I said, tomorrow also. We'll have some talk about uh, what went on with the football press conference, spring practice update as we inch closer to that April 16th, uh, the spring game for Ohio State. All right, thanks for tuning in again. At that happens on Twitter. And uh, follow me on there if you have any questions. Uh, listen, like, subscribe, share, all those things. And uh, have a great, great Tuesday. Take care.